This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The BHP podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Learn more at vanguardworld.us. Hello and welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast Live. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, we hope you guys are doing well. We are in the process of this new live stream studio thing that we're working on. And uh, it's interesting to see it from a different perspective as we get going and as um, you know we change it up. So now, behold, this is going to be the um, whole thing. I, I think uh, we're got a camera here we can cut to uh, for the table, for the tabletop. And this will allow us to do a lot of different things uh, in showing products. So now we can manually move this camera around or we can, um, you know, do different things with it. But anyway, Kevin's not understanding. He's got to mute his phone. Although I think it's anyway. not, I don't I don't think we can hear it, though, with these new well, I can hear something back headsets. there. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, so uh, anyhow, um, I'm excited. This is going to be a fun year for the podcast. There's a lot of um, amazing talent that's going to be on this podcast coming up this year. We do share, plan to share that live with you guys, but also um, to be on the podcast on SoundCloud. So if you're not already tuned into that, you're going to want to do that. I mean, it's going to be awesome to yeah. hear some of these stories. Big plans, big changes. Not big changes, but big plans for this year in regards to you know the Facebook Live uh, giveaways as well. We plan yep. to give away um, you know gear throughout the uh throughout the episodes here and uh you know kind of help uh you guys for supporting us so yeah. looking forward to uh so cool. seeing what we can do so i'm gonna come up with some good questions for us and yeah might get some yeah i think it's the one thing we, we kind of struggle with sometimes is the topics right it, it's it, we do a lot of like we we'll sit down for for three or four hours in a night and we'll do a lot of talking and do that week after week and you're like all right what can we talk about now and we're always debating on like the next subject what do we where do we go to yeah. next where do we push this so it's hard um, we it's need hard you guys but I, I, I we need your help i yeah. mean quite frankly I mean, we need we need people to uh let us know like what do you guys want to hear who do you want to hear who do you want us to um you know get on the show so that'd be uh that'd be that'd be interesting yeah it would definitely be a good uh good thing to have the listeners put their two cents in so we can mm-hmm. develop a Good two cents, though, because yeah, we know how some of you get. Yeah, some of you, <laughs> some of you get a little Stop weird. Stop the whining. Yeah. We don't, don't want any whiners. We don't need any whiners. <laughs> <laughs> 
That goes along with the internet, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna, we're going to get comments just because of what I just said. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, the um, <laughs> trolling. Uh, we had a couple of weeks ago, when we first started doing the live concept, uh, we were doing it out there in the other part of the studio, and uh, we had some like people on there talking about, who's selling a couch? I'm selling a couch. Are I'm, you selling a couch? And then like the 10 comments? different people kept saying something about, where's the couch? I came for the couch. So what it is is some sort of trolling, anti-hunter thing where they, oh, they really? sent it somewhere else they said oh, hey interesting post on here and they all kept like saying baloney junk when we had on i think it was um who was on uh, jeff Lindsay? i think was on that's or somebody. interesting yeah i was like really because i couldn't see them you know because we were like talking and it's hard to like look at the comments and yeah. we will get to some of your guys' shouts we appreciate you guys jumping on with us here on live but you know we didn't um you know putting that in perspective of trolling you know you don't yeah. think it's going to happen to you you almost feel like something happened to you, you i'm kind I mean? of you know what though i'm kind of excited that that happens that that happened to us because that means people are paying attention yeah and uh that i mean to me that's a good thing you're always going to have negative people you're always going to have people out there saying oh you didn't get, do a good job or i don't i just don't like what you guys do i don't like what yeah. you stand for i don't like hunting blah 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 you're always going to have that but if you have people telling you that that means you're doing something right in my opinion yeah oh so. for sure for sure it's yeah, interesting. You're, you're upsetting them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which I'm strangely okay with. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> I think I think we all are. <laughs> yeah, a little little rivalry, but uh, rivalry, but uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's always fun to you know kind of get together and talk with everybody. What I really like about the live feed is the participation from the audience because I mean when we're sitting here like doing just a, doing a podcast without the live feed, it's fun and no offense, guys, but the viewers that we have chiming in add so much more to the conversation. Oh, absolutely. Can, it, it's do, interesting because so. during the real pod, like the normal podcast, the non-live oh. version, um, you have, uh, you don't have those chiming in, right? It's just mm-hmm. us discussing it between us. And what we've mm-hmm. done, I think has been pretty cool is bring new people in a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, Chad and Laura and, you know, yeah. the ambassadors, we've really tried to expand it, you know, and I even put an advertisement in every one of our podcasts says, Hey, if you have a cool story, send it to us. We want to be, you know, we tell us you have one, let's talk. Right. Yeah. Because I think we need to engage people on conversations. You know, I, I think it's cool to get all these other people's perspectives on hunting. In fact, you know, people like my nephew Carter here, like, Hey, what is your thoughts on hunting, right? right. How, what do your kid, your friends say about hunting? Right. Like in school, do you hear anything about hunting? Does kids even talk well, about it? Well, that's hunting? something we've talked about is like that, that generation gap that we kind of are sitting in right now. Um, not to give away our age, but you know we're we're not we're not in our twenties anymore, right? And, and my kids are young, um, and and so there's there's that little bit of an age gap because I I kind of feel like maybe we're missing something in that in that generation. So to have people on that are that are participating is great. And I mean, there quit crying about age, will you? There's a there's a bigger generation gap I know, but the, the elephant in the room. <laughs> Bob just smirking over there. Can you? Can yeah, here's you, a can here's you hear a this? here's a perfect example, like. <laughs> So, one of our one of our ambassadors from uh, Wisconsin, Bradley Phillip, how you doing, Bradley? Is just put on here a a thing. He'd love to hear a podcast on public land issues, and that'd probably be a great podcast. And the thing about it is, if if he has like strong views on it and a lot of things about it, he could actually call in and be on the podcast Absolutely. with us. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you realize that. So if you got an idea for a podcast, something yeah, you so want to talk about. Dave Thomas's number. Call him <laughs> anytime. <laughs> yeah, it's called team at bowhunterplanet.com. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and if you've got strong feelings on that, which 
you know, right now it's a big hot topic. Yeah, I think there's an important th- topic. What's What's tough about that conversation sometimes is it's very regional specific. So I mean, you, you about, have similar I think we're issues. talking about federal lands. On federal lands, well, yeah, federal yeah, or yeah. Michigan. I mean, yeah. it could be public. It can be federal. It can be. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you from, Bradley? He's uh, Wisconsin. 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 Yeah. yeah. Let's get some. You know, let's do real quick. Uh, um, let's do, first off, let's do some shout outs. So since we're doing this podcast live. A uh, special shout-out to everybody who's on here. Uh, Robert Reck, thanks for joining us. Robert Bowman, uh, Dan Silvek. Is that right? I always get it wrong. Slavic. Slavic, thanks. Slavic. Sorry, Dan. I'm not good with last names. Yep. Um, uh, and you're welcome for the shirt, Dan. Uh, Tyler, hey, man, how's it going? We haven't seen you in a while. Definitely uh, we need to get you on this podcast, talk about out west hunting for sure. My boy, Gary, Mike welcome. Harrison out there. Appreciate Small that. property food plots, great one, Gary. In fact, for that one, I'd like to have Dave Chevalier on to talk about some yeah. of the Dave stuff would that be he an learned. excellent choice. Yeah, have Dave on for that. Dave, if you're listening, you're on next, bud. We'll get you going on that. Um, Bradley, Philip, thanks for joining, man. We appreciate it. And uh, so, um, thanks for that. Also, special um, congratulations to the Bomars. They had their wedding anniversary. They've been posting on Instagram. So, congratulations, guys. Happy anniversary. ATA has come and gone, so that's yeah. cool. I listened to the Working Class Bowhunter podcast about it and the new Bowhunting Chronicles about it, and it was really cool to hear. People's got so many different perspectives of the show, and I think that um, since we're, like, so generic, it's really difficult for us because we'll go to that show and see 400 companies, you know, and they all know us, and they. And it's a little tricky for us because it's not something where, like, if you okay, good examples. If you go out after the show, right? You go out to a bar, you hang out. You're gonna see like ten companies that you know, mm-hmm. not just one. Could you're not go just to, going. Go? Here's the go? issue that we always run into, and this is where I it, it's hard for me. It gives me heartburn. So at that show, there was one time I went to the bar, and in that bar, I got the guys from Botex saying, "Dave, come over." And I turn my head. There's the Darton guy saying, "Dave, how over here?" <laughs> and the next thing you know, you got Hoyt. Oh, hey, what's up, man? You haven't seen yeah. in a while. Yeah. So then it becomes this issue, right? Of like, oh my god, if I pick one over the other, they're going to get mad, right? right. <laughs> it just puts you in this weird spot. Right. That um, you know, it's it's interesting. You know, it, it makes it difficult. Put it that way. Even at the show, because that's the other issue is companies want us to spend our our, our time there. So I've oh, had three absolutely. companies. Three companies this year alone asked us to come and broadcast our podcast from their booth. Yeah, that's that's a big deal. But Which is great. It's but amazing. It's not that simple. It's not that simple because yeah. then it, it alienates all the other boat companies who want us to sit with them or yeah. come talk or do our podcast there. Right? They might you say, develop hey, a lot of animosity. Hey, between and we're the trying not to do that. Yourself. The goal yeah. the goal has always been the same for us. We're not looking to be sponsored by one company. We're just really trying to be there for the consumer and like this is what we do. And I think that it gets a little tricky in that area. So it's, just a, it's a gray area, put it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Most, most definitely. But I think we've done a good job of uh, yeah, I think navigating those waters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. For sure. Um, yeah, so podcast is doing really well. I've had multiple companies want to sponsor this year. In fact, we're still looking at all those deals and trying to figure out what we can do, what we can't. But there's literally four, five, six new ones that are all interested in being a part of it. And that's amazing. And I'm really happy about that for a lot of reasons. But I do like this avenue of podcasting because I feel like it gives us a chance to actually just talk about things that people don't get to talk about all the time. And a lot of people, they don't know what goes on behind the scenes. And these conversations really help to bring that out. You know, you know what I'm excited about, too, is the, the new setup we have is going to allow us to do... Uh, hopefully, Test Lab Live as well. 
Um, so it's going to bring a whole new avenue into that. I don't that. know if that's good or bad. So, I, yeah, I don't know. How to, to, the way it went tonight on camera, All the shenanigans. it's going to be just a blooper reel for everybody There's, watching yeah. live. But now, they get, uh, now they're going to get to see the bloopers live. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's 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 hard because in – I mean, it's funny. It's actually pretty funny. It's I guess what I'm comical. excited about is because I'm not going to be on the other side of the camera. I'm I was going to say, so like Jamie tonight's trying to do it, and he's doing the Hoipo. We're doing the Hoipo, and, and Tim's like, remember, it's PSE, PSE the whole time. So he's throwing them off on which brand to say in this video. Uh, and it makes it fun, but also makes it, it's pretty funny, but it's just hilarious. It, Jamie just get madder and madder. He's turning red out there. Stop <laughs> it. You better cut it out. So It's so much easier when it's you in the camera. Yeah, and I, so. I, um, I want to thank my friend uh, Kevin from Deer Hunter Podcast for turning me on to these headsets because, man, we've gone through so many audio issues uh, with using normal mics. Biggest issues just being that they're not all consistent, and that was a big problem. So now with this mic, I use this pod, when I was interviewed on the Deer Hunter Podcast. I went to Kevin's house. He had his garage. It's actually a pretty cool setup. It's out by uh, 23 in you know, New Baltimore area. But um, it was cool. Like, he had it at a bar, and then this runs into this other device that I, I bought. But I don't think I need the device because that device was supposed to be this thing, but it goes into a laptop instead of oh, this, this the plugs? you know. So our system's a lot yeah. different than I think most because we're not yeah. using a laptop to record. Right. But, um, yeah, so anyway, uh, if you – I mean, if you guys haven't been online, like, and seriously, like, in all seriousness, no competition, anything like that, there's a lot of great podcasts out there. So if you have not listened to Deer Hunter Podcast or Working Class Bow Hunter, you're missing out. These guys are all – have their own expertise in different areas. If you don't know Mike Aver, you definitely need to. He's from Michigan, but he has podcasts he works on yeah. for different really brands. Really knowledgeable. I'm trying to get Mike to come in here. Yeah, I just actually awesome. messed him the other day to see if he can stop in, talk fishing and hunting with us because yep. he would be great. Um so many great ones out there. Uh, Meat Eater. I mean, there's a lot of bigger ones, too. You know, Joe Rogan, things like that. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, Eric Armbruster said at least the old man isn't wearing his yeah, I saw that. sweatshirt this time. <laughs> <laughs> Define old man. Come on. <laughs> I like that. I think that's oh, awesome. <laughs> Kudos, Eric. Kudos. He's, he's my call, buddy, Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that makes more sense now. He's your buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's great and thank, thanks adam we you know we we spent actually uh many hours um setting up this studio so it's i uh, appreciate that we're we're you know trying to always think of what we can do better easier more efficiently and i think this setup is really going to work i gotta well, give we so. gotta give a round of hand for kevin yeah great work the uh, old, for the old man the old, the old man, man got it done the old this man time. that if it wasn't for your retirement yeah if it wasn't for <laughs> retirement i don't know <laughs> I will say this though; these setups, man, um, wow! These these uh, this live stuff is really interesting to me. And 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 I've spent Tim and I and Kevin have spent numerous hours working on the the computer side of this. It's not easy. Okay. These live feeds, these streams, using different cameras. Uh, Botox the one to turn me on to. I'm not gonna lie; they're the ones who kind of got me involved and said, "Hey, you guys really need to look at live. You know, it's really cool, and you can do all this stuff." Um, but um. You know, getting that stuff, getting it, getting it set up was a lot of work, and I think uh, are you laughing at me. No, no, no. Just I'm yeah, I saw the comment. comment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a lot of work, but you know, just the problem is you have to play with things and to run things. We ran everything to like a harness to like a computer broadcast area system where everything runs to there, so it's out of the way. Yeah. And in order to do that, it was not easy, but uh, we had to run long, long lines of stuff to do it. So. 
cool, but a lot of work <laughs> and, and, and testing. Because for some reason, like this one over here, I jump. I try jumping this with a little cord, a big cord. It won't yeah, do it. It will it. not allow for another jump. So these cameras are just interesting. These are all webcams we're using for this stuff. Mm -hmm. We have real cameras, and we have the real camera setups, and we paid a lot of money for it. But it ended up becoming a hassle trying to get the good too cameras to work. Too much plugging in, too much unplugging in. Yeah, and we just, figured for yeah. just for the internet, who cares? Yeah. I mean, it's just so, for Facebook. It's not yeah. like we're using these for, you know, quality 4K video. Yeah. Our goal cares? is to hopefully walk in here and within five minutes be ready to go. So Yeah, and that's yeah, that's so, the advantage. Yeah. All right, well, Jeremy, the other, the other team HP, is, baby. Is we did the work, but now it's going to pay off, and it's oh. going to make it easier in the long run. Mm -hmm. Like you said, we we'll walk in here in five minutes, we're set up. Right we could pretty much leave this set up and don't we, we were we were taking it up and down and that was we're gonna change the name well. to the in and out podcast yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. we um we have uh we've really done this right guys like this is really really done right so when i say that we invested we got a Keurig machine it's looking <laughs> real pretty over there i got a bright red, red one on purpose so you guys could see it we added lighting because last time we did this we tried it in here it was real dark mm -hmm. Um, we're and that was get thanks a, to your guys' comments. Yes, too, thank you. Us know. Helps us a lot. So we, it does help us to uh, to know what you guys are seeing on the other end. So. We figured out the audio. That took a long time to figure out how to get you guys to hear it direct and clean and clear. Um, Speaking of the audio, uh, somebody give us a, a little feedback. Is it sounding as good as we are hoping it is from your end? Yeah, we're hoping. and Yeah, it sounds better too, absolutely, Eric. That's the key. We actually have a direct line into the system now. It's a whole different level. So exciting. Um, we're Here's also my gonna, question. Can you hear the Keurig machine? Oh, you can off? hear it. Yeah. Let's, no, maybe not. Well, with these mics. That's what I'm no. thinking. Oh, we're gonna, correct we're test. Correct test. Correct test. I'll take a coffee if you have a minute. <laughs> Sam's like taking orders. <laughs> like, we have to put. We should put like a little thing of money. And like you're drop. Gonna, you're gonna need more water in there pretty soon. Oh, Bob, you might not be able to get it. Oh. Yeah, Dan says the audio is super one, crisp. Yeah, thanks, it feels Dan. Like, I did it last time. It goes right up to yeah. that. Yeah, Tim Morton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, Dan. Yeah, the audio goes super crisp. He says perfect. That's, this is you oh, guys are good. hearing it right out of the machine instead of uh, before it was off a camera microphone. Well. Right? Yes. We're projecting yeah. it off. This is horrible. Yeah. So now we're like rock and rolling. Yeah, it what's, sounds what's, like everybody agrees. It sounds fantastic. It's so. really good to hear this. We got it set up. Oh, my about God. Two Don't touch ago. anything. <laughs> Nobody touch anything. <laughs> right before we went live, we finally got it working. Yeah, it's so. serious. It so, all right, so there goes the Keurig machine. So Can you guys hear it? It's very slight. Kind of silly. If we're quiet, they might, but if we're It talking, is actually. I want to see how good these mics actually are. So. These mics are amazing. Well. So anyway... Um, the other, might, thing, the other thing we have that's new. Uh, maybe the mini something. fridge? We didn't the, order it yet. The assistant. Yes, Carter over Carter. there, my nephew. Yeah. Carter Thomas. I, can we, there's, it doesn't work. He's, he's, oh, that one, that one failed on, on us. Yeah. He's, we'll he's working it. the board, there working the cameras, yeah, watching we can the only, sound. We can only do it this way. There you go. Switch that over, buddy. There yeah. he is. There he is. you got to put yourself on right now. There he is. You can see that nice deck over there, computerized. Don't so he's to, keeping an eye on things to make sure you if guys anything goes wrong, we it, know right away. And we know who to blame. <laughs> <laughs> we blame Carter. Even better. <laughs> uh, we'll his, give you his phone number, too. His pay went down. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's getting paid? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't tell him yet. <laughs> oh, I love it. So No, this should be fun, man. I'm, I'm really excited about where we're going to go. Um, new conversations, new places yeah. to go. You guys are taking a couple trips. 
not necessarily bow hunter related, but you guys have the ice fishing thing coming up, which is awesome. So yeah. I can't wait to hear about that um, when you guys come back from that. And yeah, that's yeah, really. I got to think about going to that, actually. I mean, it, it it's a weekend. Fun, man. The invite's there. Yeah. You'd Maybe I should time. Bob, Bob said if we don't catch fish. I quit this, fishing. And this trip this is he's it. quitting. This is it. Well, we can't have that. No, we're there will be no quitting. Yeah. Sim, yeah. So I don't know anybody that has gone to Simcoe that no. hasn't caught a fish. No, either. Right? I mean, but it, right now, you talk to Chad and Laura, and you look at some of their Facebook. Oh, gosh, posts, there's no need to go to Simcoe. They're nailing perch yeah. like crazy. Yeah. And they're, um, they're 12, 13-inch perch. That's a topic in and of itself. I, you know, there's there's a lot of people speculating about what it is, and, and a lot of people are coming to the same consensus that because there was such poor ice the last couple of years, they've actually, the, the perch have been allowed to grow. They've been allowed to flourish, and, the, and there's a lot more of them this year of sizable numbers that you that you haven't seen in years past because there hasn't been a ton of ice. And I was talking to, uh, actually, John Cedar the other day, just, just questioning him, like, you think about it. We have a year like this. It really makes me question whether the DNR has it right. That, you know, the sizes that we're seeing because of ice flow and because of people not fishing in the volumes that they have been the last two years if that's the cause of bigger fish this year, you kind of want that trend to continue. Oh, I'm getting bored. So yeah, sorry. So we changed. We we changed. <laughs> sorry, all you bow hunters. We got to do something. Got to do something. We have that the, set. Uh, that's coming in the winter. The time, fishing. So. The fishing stuff's coming, guys. We have another podcast launching. That we're not talking <laughs> about yet. But, Laura, you guys uh, are in Simcoe right now? That's awesome. No, she's saying the guy. Oh, St. Clair. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, she's yeah. You fooled us. me. You guys usually go every year, though, so you kind of fooled me a little bit there. So. Back I know, to the, I back knew to what the you important meant, Laura. stuff. Back to the important stuff. Yeah, my phone hasn't rang, Laura, about getting out there and fishing, parking Thanks. in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a hint? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, so I'm just trying to think what else I wanted to cover with you guys. Um, I had some written down some cool stuff. Oh, so some of the things I heard about and when I was listening to some of the uh, different podcasts, one of the things that came up with the Sparkle Jeans I thought was pretty funny, the ATA show Sparkle Jeans. The so what is that? That's like all these guys that think they're like really cool stuff. They walk around in their jeans. They have like they have like rhino stones on their butt. Area. No, no, like yeah, no joke. Like, no joke. Yeah, like literally on skinny you, jeans. They too. were there when you were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I guess there wasn't as much that yeah. this year, according to it's some the, of the new, other. It's the guys. new hip cowboy, right? Is that that's, that's what it that's was? Kinda... The hip cowboy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that? I don't know. It's in. It's 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 interesting. So I could actually, <laughs> I could actually, like it's kind of funny. Bob saying no right now. But I, I think I think if Bob's because Bobby hasn't seen them, if Bob saw them, I I would bet money that he would at least wear them for for a day. Uh, we can pull it up, Carter. Can you pull up some? Uh, put up, pull up, pull up some on the other computer. Pull up, hit, what would they call it? Uh, just Google. Uh, you gotta be careful with what you Google because we're live. Let's yeah, just uh, yeah. Typing, watch um, what you get on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't this even know what to call it. I can't. Even, you. I almost feel like I need to. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, forget. Here, let I don't me know see. If, let me it. see if I you'd use your here. phone. Hold that. Hold that. Okay, so here's a good question. We don't, we're going to do this for about ten more minutes. So here's the question. I, and I, I'm, and I, in why Tim's doing that um, for the people out there as well. So the question is, this is a big one today. I wanted to ask. Um, bows. Okay. So when you you have your bow now, if you're on, if you're listening to this podcast and you're watching it live, go ahead and type the bow you have. Um, you have this bow, right? Let's say you shoot, and let's say for the last five years you've shot a Matthews or a Bowtech or whatever. What would make you change a brand? 
and would you? You've had success. Let's say for five years in a row, you've you've had five nice bucks, whatever, with the bow, no issues. But what would make you change to a different bow brand? Actually, Bob, probably a good one for this because you've went through a lot. So tell us what I shot Matthews for for years, and a lot of it was from they make a good product. A lot of my friends shot them, and it was just the bow to shoot if you wanted to shoot. Uh, they drop a ton of money into advertising, so they they push the product really well. When I got involved with Bow Hunter Planet, I had the opportunity to shoot other bows, uh, Bowtech, uh, Darton, and let me tell you, uh, until you're able to <laughs> actually to show them the sparkle jeans real quick. Sorry, shoot, go ahead, Bob other bows and become comfortable with them you tend to to stay with that well matthews i've always shot matthews and i've always liked matthews but after shooting other bows i've realized other companies make fantastic bows and when it gets into the price range of the bows when you're spending example a thousand dollars on a bow they're all good bows they're all fantastic bows and it just comes down to preference and right now I shoot a Bowtech. I shoot uh, a Bowtech for for 3D, and I shoot a Bowtech uh, Diamond for actual hunting. And let me tell you, they're as good as the Matthews. They make a, a really decent product. Yeah, I mean, there's so many good bows out there. That's why I asked the question, because I think people tend to get locked into certain brands and they, they tend to shoot certain things. But let me tell you, if, you know, you, you see it all the time. In fact, Levi Morgan's going to be on this show coming up. He did say he wanted to be on it. And that's a question for him I want to ask him is, you've been successful with multiple bow brands. You've shot competition in one with different brands all different times. So he shot so many different, you know. So tell us, when you get into that top level of bow, is there really a ton of difference? You know, because I, I don't see it. Like, I'm out here looking at these brand-new bows every year, and uh, I don't see that, you know, happening. I, I see it as any one of these bows are killer. I right. mean, I, I and like I say, a, a session, to, Bowtag, They all shoot Matthews, fantastic. They're all extremely phenomenal bows. It all comes down to the preference. What yeah, do you like? That's the funny thing about it is, is all these good bows, but you – You'll pick up one bow and you go, eh, I don't know about that one. And somebody else will pick up the same bow and say, man, that's a great feeling mm -hmm. bow. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of personal, you personal know. Personal preference. How you, getting out and shooting in the, at the archery ranges and at the shops is important if you're shopping a bow. Well, I think that's a key factor in it, too, is, is you're kind of limited to what, if you're doing it right. You're going out and you're trying those bows. You're trying it. You're going out and shooting them and testing them and all that stuff. And so you're limited to what regionally you can get as well. Because not right. everybody everywhere has the same dealers that, that yeah. deal in all of the bows out there. That's so true. I think, you know, for around here, there, you know, Matthews was, was huge for, for, and Matthews is big everywhere regardless, but that's a lot of what was sold because that's what the dealers carried. Yeah. And that's what they pushed. And that so a lot of it has to do with what those dealers are doing at that level, I think. So it's that's a hard one. Matthews was a dominant player for a long time. So I mean my brother and we have that bow here actually. It's right here. This is the one. This was my brother's. Uh this is the ultralight. I ain't gonna be able to get it off. <laughs> I would like to, but so the ultralight, um 
is, uh, you know what, what camera are we on? Let's take this here. Go ahead, Carter, you can swap that. If you've never seen the ultralight, this was the ultralight. And uh, this bow um, was my brother's, actually Carter's dad's. And uh, this bow was amazing. Like, it, it, when, my, when, he, when my brother got this bow, it was a huge deal. Now look at it. I mean, it's just a piece of metal, right? Yeah. You, it's not a huge deal, but it used to be, you know. Yeah. Um, it used to be an amazing uh, bow when it first came out. But anyway, ever since that bow is when Matthews really started dominating. Like, they got in there. Then their marketing was amazing, you know, the, the stuff they did. And I would say all the way even through the 2000s, um, they dominated pretty strong. Even today, they still they're still strong. But I do think – there's been market share loss to these other brands. Well, these other time. companies have stepped up and just oh. made phenomenal products. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to take my hat off to specifically, I would say, one person I can think of top of my head that's really revolutionized the industry in the last, oh, man, 15 years, maybe 10 years is Kevin Struther. Kevin Struther, uh, who, you know, we got to get Kevin on this show, but Kevin Struther is seriously the brains behind a lot of the original Elite Bows, Bowtech, um, Struther Archery, mm-hmm. yep. Obsession, Expedition. I mean, the man is very, very talented. And, and what he's done and been able to capable of doing is just absolutely phenomenal. And uh, the bows, even to this day, you know, you shoot, it's really interesting to shoot a bow that Kevin designed because he's got such a following. You know, even the grip on an Obsession kind of reminds me of the grip on a Struther back when Struther was there. Um, and that was one of my favorite things about that brand is that he was designing it. And I think when he left, that was kind of like, everybody left with him you right. know because they wanted that design from right. that person so right. yeah let's see what some of the people are saying um bradley's comment on the elite he says he hears it's a phenomenal bow all the elites are phenomenal yeah, yeah. but i will say this and i think people didn't realize someone asked me the comment on youtube and i answered it they said what is there a difference in the shooting between the option six and the temp uh, the tempo or tempest i can't remember the name tempo i think it was and the answer is yes uh tempo yes the answer is yes there was a difference the the uh tempo is an original elite feeling to it it's not like you know the option six was a whole new design so yes they're similar like the back the draw cycle in in the draw stop in the back wall but not the grip area, it feels different in the handle. Like, everywhere your hand is, it feels definitely different, I would say for sure. Okay, what else we got in here? John says, been shooting the Elite Impulse for two years and love it, but really interested in the new Bowtex. For sure, John. The new Realm is awesome. Um, very, very sweet shooting bow. Uh, I would definitely get out and shoot if I was you. That's really the best way to go about this. The Elite Impulse is a great bow, so there's no doubt about that. I think you do definitely need to shoot them back-to-back to to get a feeling for it. I think you're going to feel a big difference between the two, but I think depending on you and what you like is going to determine, you know, if you want that bow. But I would recommend shooting multiple bows too, not just that one. Dan says PSE is a hard one to beat with the – uh, involve cam system how smooth the draw is adjustable valley f- for let off yes dan i i agree they've done a great job psc these last two years with that cam system and the smoothness of that bow before that i would say that not as much would i agree with that because the draw cycles were not as smooth as they are now with PSE. so i'm very excited about that and i am a PSE fan i mean PSE was the first bow company to help me get out of my slump when i was in 2009 when i missed 
for four. I didn't shot a deer since like 2001, and I missed like eight of them for, with the, the previous bow I had. And then when I bought that PSC Bowmanis XS, I'll never forget it from Bass Pro Shop. I uh, shot a deer instantly, like literally the week later. I shot a deer with it, and it took me to a whole new Isn't level. Isn't it crazy how like that that new equipment, the confidence, the confidence, oh. it's exactly the confidence it. level being yeah. there. Yep, and that's a huge part of it. Having that confidence, knowing that. Yeah, the bow is comfortable with you. It takes that it takes that extra step away to be able to think through those steps right before the shot that yep. are so important and, yep. and to be calm doing for it. sure. So. Uh, Jeremy Smith says uh, preference um, is the key. Shot Matthews Hoyt PSE Bowtech Obsession Elite, all amazing shooting bows, but my Athens just capped it with the combination of what I personally like. Yeah. Preference. That's, That's a great, right great, there. great. That's comment. a great comment. That does. And this is the Athens right here. Yeah, I love these. Man, I can't get anything from sitting position around here. Gosh, I can't even. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Those hooks. Anyway, yeah, uh, Revelation 7 we're looking at here. What a great bow from Athens. Uh, beautiful looking bow. Once again, i got to turn the camera and I'll let Carter cut it in for you guys here. But uh, there you go. Uh, beautiful bow. I mean, look at the tan in it. Uh, just, you know, great grip. Uh, very, very stunning-looking bow. They did such a great job on it, Cryptek limbs. So uh, very cool. And, uh, you know, uh, Athens is a great shooting bow. I mean, they have a great back wall, great system there. So very, very cool um, that you're shooting that. So let's see what other comments we got in there. So Chuck Wolf is asking about uh, what we think about the new dart and archery. Chuck will let you know when Ted sends it. Ted, if you're hearing this... <laughs> Get with the program. The bow has not you're, showed you're, up. We, we know, know where you it. live. I've been to your house. Send the bow. <laughs> so so sorry, Chuck. We don't know yet. Uh, Dart was not able to send bows yet. I don't know if they're still being made. or So hopefully uh, we get the new one coming up. And it does look very interesting. I'm very excited to shoot it. I like the Maverick too. That was great. Um, always been a Darton fan. We've shot, I've shot so many deer with Dartons over the past since we started BHP. Darton was one of the first bow sponsors to come on board to do uh, the test lab. So it was very intriguing I, I definitely wanted them to do that so we'll see when uh when ted uh, gets a hold of us here another genius in the industry oh rex darlington unbelievable i wish we could get rex to come sit here you know and chill with us and talk because i you know those are the things you want to get out is like how did you do it yeah like what was your i mean how did you even think to do that you know it started from like a leather company or something they're making like archery holders and arrow holders and stuff like that. it was like real small stuff you know and then it turned into this cam mecca you know just amazing um, Jason Brown, I know technology is better than before and bows are getting faster, but do you think raising the price of bows will help or hurt the archery world? Well, Jason, that's a great, great question. Now let's, let's think about this a minute. We have to get down to the, the brass here on this question. Why are they raising prices? That's a good point. So first off, First off, you're right. Of course, if you raise the price, it's not going to help, right? But here's the things to think about. That is for a professional pro bow. They didn't really raise the prices on the cheaper models. For instance, Bears got the Approach HC. They got the Species. Those are like $399, you know, $499. Not too bad. And I think Bears Kuma is still around $900. Mm -hmm. So it's not absolutely horrible. Now, if you get into Matthews Hoyt Bowtech, I'm pretty sure those get into the thousand to twelve hundred dollar range. So you are correct when you're talking about the name name brand. Why raise it? Well, I think the issue is competition. I think they're competing a lot more nowadays with each other, but not just with each other, but with the cheaper bows. So I think the big bows are taking a hit because people can't afford them 
compared to the others. So I think they'd have no option here. Or, or which I don't know the answer to, maybe the materials went up. Like, yeah. Well, the, in the same aspect, Dave, you look at you look at a company like Botech. They they marketed the Diamond Bow, uh, the Deploy, SB, and that basically a year a year and a half before that was a thousand dollar bow under the label Botech, and it was called Carbon Overdrive. So they actually decreased the price of that bow just by putting a different name on it. Yeah, I don't know the specifications, though, because I do know that the Deploy and the Icon are different. They don't look different, but the cams are different. So there's a difference in price on the cam. Now, I don't know if one cam's more money than another, but I'm just saying there are minor differences on that one. I don't know about the overdrive. But even so, even so, I don't know if it's worth that kind of money or just you're putting the name main name on it, so you raise the price, right? I don't know. Do you think part of it? too is with the push for technology when one company comes up with something really good in order for the company to push it to the next level they have to incorporate that in there is which means patent pricing oh and all that i kind of wouldn't stuff. doubt so, it you're you right know. that's a good point because you look at some of those bows like the hoyt we just pulled yeah. they had all new stuff on there so there's tons of patents i mean each one yeah. name and if any company grand, wants to do that guaranteed each, they're gonna have to pay hoyt for any new patent oh the patents oh. the engineering everything yeah, yeah. Well, inflation has a big effect on yeah. it, too. I mean, you're looking at everything is going up. And then when you talk about the price of delivering these products because gas has gone up and packaging and everything else, it's it all adds up. But yeah. I think, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna go on a limb here. I'm going to take it a different direction, too. Uh-oh, whoa. What's going to happen here? We own some of that responsibility though because if you think about it wait a minute we it, don't get that kind of sponsorship money it, not us not not <laughs> we here we we all over the all over the world and what i mean by that is if you go back to the basics of just economic supply and demand if there's more demand right there's going to oh, be there's going to be point. more prices and things like that so we've done in my mind I, I i take that as kind of a good sign that there's a lot of new hunters coming into the industry Mm-hmm. as well which which is what we want right we want new people joining we want to raise up our kids in it and all that kind of stuff so i think that probably plays a little bit of a role but i do think that there's definitely an industry trend as well towards you know higher cost and you know with the factors that we've kind of talked about as well so yeah i kind of i mean you, you see it you see it that way i mean i want to uh, it's a good thing yeah in a way. well the fact is too is 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 the quality of these bows has gotten to a point that you yeah. actually could go out and buy a really good bow, and you could probably hang on to it for 10 years and still you be could. Shooting. Oh, yeah. Well, still let's face it. That's true. But let's face it. Anybody who's listening to this podcast is they a want, diehard they bow want, hunter. Yeah, they They're want not, the latest. They want the newest, greatest. They wouldn't be watching this or listening to our show if they didn't because that's what we show most of the time. Right. So the answer is I, I, don't, I agree with Tim. I don't know if it's economic, scale, size, or it's um, – just material costs. I mean, you know, it's a good question, actually, maybe to ask a boat company to come on and say, hey, why do you see this rise? Actually, you know what? Maybe we'll bring out someone for marketing and sales and talk to them about the just in general, the yeah. rising costs. What is attributing to that? And, yep. or, you know, what what is, you know, the cause? I that guess. would be interesting to see how they determine their price points on that. You know, is it is it largely based on competition or on, on their competitors? And that's how they see it kind of they're all competing with each other. But you would kind of see it. Can, you would want you would almost see a contraction. You know, in that regards. But that's the one thing I've noticed about, like, the bow and industry is you really don't see um, 
people underpricing to get into the market too much. Yeah. You know, so. No, I agree. Yeah, for it's sure. It's interesting. All right. Well, I think that's it, guys. I think we're going to cut it now. Um, we appreciate you guys joining on the live stream if you did, were able to join the live. Uh, special thanks to Vanguard Outdoors, who helps us promote and sponsor the Boner Plant Podcast. Vanguard, thank you. Thank you. Uh, for helping us with that. And uh, you can go to VanguardWorld.us to learn more about Vanguard's binos, their tripods, their amazing equipment. It's very, very cool. So thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time on the BowHunterPlanet.com podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.